0: good evening meat suits and meat dresses welcome back to read it and weep we are a good podcast about bad books movies and television this is episode number 124 we have now done as many episodes as the number of the sonnet by William Shakespeare that's a part of the fair youth sequence, in which he speaks uh, adoringly to a handsome young man. Whoa. Good for him. Yeah. Speaking of things that seem outdated and a touch creepy, this week we're talking about Flowers in the Attic, the movie adaptation of the book from the same name by V.C. Andrews. Uh, this movie is also uh, sometimes goes by its alternate title, The Stepford Mothers. Also, sometimes it's known by its other alternate title, the lion, the witch, and the dominatrix. Uh. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Lee, who is the writer-producer behind a new web series called Wrath of Mariah, which you should definitely check out right away. It's about a girl in Akron, Ohio, with a samurai sword who's righting some wrongs. And if that isn't enough to get you to go to wrathofmariah.com right now, then you hate fun. That does sound legitimately awesome. (laughs) It's totally good. There are also ribs involved. Good barbecue ribs. Yeah, it's, it is a yeah. fun little series that they're just getting off the ground, So, and thank you for sponsoring it, and uh, I hope our fans will also become your fans. Uh, let me introduce you today's panel. I'm your host, of course. My name is Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone, and these are some of my friends. In San Francisco, California, it's Ezra Fox. Hey, Alex. Did you have a good non-Christmas? Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, I got to travel on non-Christmas. <laughs> it's kind of like you're in a ghost town, but it's the regular world. It's like the best of the apocalypse. And in in my experience, if you travel on Christmas, the flight attendants are extra nice to you because they feel bad that you have to be on a plane on Christmas. I would say the Southwest flight attendant was average niceness. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Also joining us, as always, at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington, it's Chris Smith. Hey, guys. Uh, How was your Christmas, Christmas?
1: Oh, it was good. Saw some family, saw the girlfriend's family. Family, 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 and now I'm
0: eating a hell of a lot of cookies. And cookies, that's that's the thing, family and cookies. Yeah. If you had a holiday that was only one of those two, it would be half as good. Yeah, I know, but it'd be cookies, I'd pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a very special guest today. Uh, she's one of the founders and the current Overlady of Smart Bitches, TrashyBooks.com. Uh, she's also the author of Beyond Heaving Bosoms, the Smart Bitches Guide to Romance Novels, and the recently released Everything I Know About Love, I Learned from Romance Novels. Sarah Wendell, welcome back to the program.
2: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Your holiday, Ben?
2: My holiday is still going on, because it is all kinds of Hanukkah up in here. Oh, that is and great. eight straight nights of mayhem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I remember it as a famous, famously mayhem-filled holiday.
2: Oh yeah, and when you have little kids and you give them a gift, and then you're like, alright, here's a toy, now go to bed, that totally doesn't work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, it's so good to have you here again. Um, I-, I wish we could have had you on to talk about something that was romantic, but
2: this is yeah this is like the opposite of romance
0: well let's let's get the plot summary out here so we're 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 watching the whole movie the 1987 film Um, if you've seen if you've read the book you will not recognize this movie because it's missing one main component But Chris will tell us more about that in his summary. Chris, please summarize for us in a timid but slightly creepy voiceover.
1: So we watched Flowers in the Attic, uh, which is a movie um, about a family. Um, And the family is a mom and a dad and four children. And their names all start with C because they're Kathy, Christopher, Corey, and Carrie. And I never kept it straight, but the girl is Christy Swanson from Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pre-movie Yeah, this is,
1: pre- yeah, this is her, her first uh first adult role cuz she's 18 and legal. <laughs> I mean, point of the book is that the dad dies mysteriously and then the mom because the dad was the only breadwinner and she was incapable of getting a job herself <laughs> um, goes back home with her grandmother. And her grandmother and I guess grandfather previously had disavowed or exed out uh mom from the family because, excommunicated because mom <laughs> decided to uh, shack up with her relative. I think her uncle or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> and so her pa- mom's parents were like gross. But then uh, mom was like, but we love each other. Look at our children. And so mom's goal is to get back into the family and back into the inheritance. Cause her parents are loaded like big mansion loaded, but grandma is very severe and locks the kids in a room and also an attic and they're locked in an attic when they can't leave. And they slowly are starving. And then they decide to bust out, of, get the hell out of Dodge. And uh, it turns out mom was going to get married to some high society guy. And they bust in on her, her wedding and try to make her eat a cookie. And she falls over and dies. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids, one of them even dies of pneumonia slash starvation slash uh, poisoning. The other three, including Christy Swanson and her um, brother of roughly the same age, who they sleep in the same bed together sometimes. They yeah, they get that's to not leave.
2: creepy over the age of ten.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is the kids because the grandma is so afraid of incest. Is she says okay, you can all be in the same room, but you have to sleep gr- two girls to a bed, two guys to a bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they um, you know, they sleep in the same bed and they. Um, Christy Swanson takes a lot of baths and doesn't, does. doesn't mind if her brother is watching. Um, <laughs> Christy Swanson is like the, the, the Demi Moore, I think. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> so many takes baths. a lot of baths. <laughs> so many baths. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, otherwise, you know, the kids uh, fight the power and, and they get to escape and damn the man and it's it's a happy and ending. They get to kill right? their mom,
0: yeah.
1: And We get to kill their mom and hit their grandmother in the face. And uh, you know, survive incest and arsenic. Woohoo! <laughs> this is arsenic and old lace too. Arsenic
3: and old lace and incest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Now it's personal.
2: <laughs> no, at the end of at the end of the movie, this is my favorite part. At the end of the movie, she's like, "And I got a job, and I put Chris through med school." What the hell were you doing? Stripping? Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, like working at Starbucks? Yeah, the, we're talking
0: about like half a million dollars in loans. I don't know if
2: that's... What the hell was she doing? She lived in a friggin' attic. What were her job skills? <laughs> Dusting?
1: <Ballerina-ing. laughs> yeah. yeah, she Yeah, she did want to become a dancer and did a lot of like
0: very long leg stretches in front of her brother.
2: Maybe she was a hitman or something, but she, she gets a oh, job. I
0: believe. <laughs> yeah, she, this, so, so there's this old Italian guy sitting in a restaurant uh, in an, e- eating Italian food, talking to this other Italian guy. And then she walks in and goes, eat the cookie. Eat the cookie. <laughs> I, you know, I think he had to, she had
3: to actually dress him up in a wedding dress and then push him off a balcony. And then <laughs>
1: that that was the only way she can kill someone. Was... Uh, the wedding dress cookie monster of Sicily.
0: The police would always know it was her because I'm to show up and be like, oh, another one. Hung from his wedding dress.
2: <laughs> C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C is for cookie, that's good enough for me. C is
1: for cookie, that's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, 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 start with C. Oh, C is for cookie, that's good enough for me.
0: Alright, awesome. Let's do, it seems like it's a good time for a compliment. Uh, We like to start and end with a compliment. We call it the compliment sandwich. That's how we feel like fair and legitimate criticism. And uh, today, Sarah, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last. Which do you prefer?
2: I'll go first if you don't mind.
0: No, we don't. That's why we give you the choice.
2: My compliment is to the outstanding use of orange lipstick. (laughs) Ooh. On the grandma. (laughs) <laughs> there was just such outstanding application of consistently applied orange lipstick in every friggin' scene. Her <laughs> lips were orange, and it was friggin' terrifying.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, well, Ez, why don't you go second for the compliment? Not a lot to like in this movie,
3: but they do. <laughs> in addition to their arsenic uh, laced cookies, it looked like they got fried chicken for breakfast at one point. They did. And what? I can get behind that. <laughs> the arsenic on the side isn't exactly the well-balanced breakfast, but the fried chicken. Yeah. Um, if you're going
0: to stuff someone into like an attic and, and keep them there, might as well give them some crispiness. Right, they also had one of those big glass pitchers of orange juice, which either means it was fresh squeezed or they bought a, a carton of orange juice and poured it into a glass pitcher, both of which are very classy things to do. Yeah, they they decanted the orange juice. To let it breathe. You know? <laughs> I like that. And I did notice a pile of fried chicken, which is a, a southern tradition, right? You'd put it with waffles, but they were just having it by itself. Yeah, With arsenic.
1: Yeah, although, do you think? I thought my understanding was that was their food for the day.
0: Oh, like it would could be have no been. More
1: food that day. So it's going to be cold by
3: then? That's not cool. Or you could eat it for breakfast. Yeah. Right. But then you have to have arsenic uh, at tea time, and that's not really. It's more like that. <laughs> A dessert or it's
1: an early morning thing, <laughs> Why that so. just isn't done. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go third. Um, I, I want to compliment uh, 93 minutes drama. <laughs> for For a long time, people have been telling me two hours drama, 90 minutes comedy. But oh no, I say 75 comedy, 90 drama. Right in there. 93 <laughs> minutes including credits.
1: See, I actually think this was a 90 minute comedy. So... <laughs> Well, I watched it two times, so it's a it's
3: 45-minute uh, chipmunk drama, which is pretty good.
0: <laughs>
1: awesome. All right, uh, Chris, that's you. Last compliment. Yeah, um, let's just get this out of the way. The house is gorgeous that they're in this yes. big old house um, that Grandma and Grandpa have. It's like a giant mansion, and they have multiple housekeeping staff and caretakers and gardeners and everything. And it's just a big old Victorian-era just manor manor yeah it's a manor home sure and the terraced grass on the lawn was particularly striking
0: (laughs) i thought i don't want i don't want to kill children and i don't want children killed in my house but i would like to live in a house that was big enough that you could have a family of children hiding there possibly being murdered without me knowing that was
2: the thing that just uh, come on now people there's just no way there's no what? way those two little kids would stay quiet for that long, let alone that you wouldn't hear them. The house, though, the house did drive me crazy because I knew, I knew I'd seen it before, and I actually had to go look up where I'd seen the house before. It was in The Witches of Eastwick. Ooh. The external of that house was also used as the external shot for one of Jack Nicholson's dates with one of the witches in the movie The Witches of Eastwick. That is an
0: incredible notice.
2: Yeah, I've well, seen that well, movie a lot. <laughs> I happen to like that movie a lot, but... But still, I have- Wow. I usually remember songs. I don't remember houses, but that one totally <laughs>
0: I've got the I've got the East Wing stuck in my head today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a house in New your- Orleans. Awesome. All right, it's time, for the, uh, it's time for our more natural segment, the hate segment, uh, in honor of the holidays. Since you all, for your holiday, you got some new e-haters, that's what I would like you all to do now. Read to me from your e-hater. That's not oh, a stretch, wait, Did we it? mention
1: that this was a sponsored topic?
0: Yes, we did, from Lee of uh, wrathofmaria.com. Okay, cool. Uh, I, I want to start with the hates. I want to go first on the hates. So I, watch- I watched Girl with the Dragon Tattoo this weekend, oh, also, yeah? and I just want to go watch something... Maybe a rom-com or something where there is positive, healthy sexuality, where everyone wants to be there and nobody's related (laughs) to anybody else. (laughs) What a bummer holiday
3: weekend of movies. I mean, of the several, several sex scenes
0: in uh, Girl with Dragon Tattoo, I think one of them was positive. It was, which made it only made the rest of the movie worse because it was really uncomfortable to feel like, wow, that's a sexy scene while I still have this rock in the pit of my stomach from everything else that's going on. It was it was even worse when it was actually sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so may, maybe, Sarah, if you could just recommend for me something where it's like just super positive sexuality that I could just enjoy mindlessly and just be like, yay, hey, people have sex and like it.
2: Well... I did see Chipmunks Three <laughs> today. <laughs> little Theodore and the other little, the little chipette who's matched with Theodore because you know they, they both wear green and that makes it really obvious. They're, <laughs> they have a nice relationship.
0: Oh, good. That really it's does supportive. make dating easily easier if you're just like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey great shirt. I have a green shirt, too.
2: And then the other two that are nerds, they wear glasses. So there's Simon and what's her name? This is like like
0: that kid puzzle where it's like the wood blocks of like a star shape. And then there's the star hole. That's how how their genitals are in this movie, it seems like. Whoa, stars?
3: Seriously? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, they're chipmunks. I don't know. I'm not a bio major.
2: You know, ducks have corkscrew-shaped cocks. You know, chipmunks could have star-shaped.
0: All right. Somebody else with a hate that is related to this movie? <laughs> We're wandering into animal sex again. Yeah, a so bad sign. speaking
1: of weird sexual things, um, I just got to hate on this a little bit. So at one point, the first time you see the mom trying to atone to grandma about marrying the, or her relative, you see her unbuttoning her blouse for the grandma. And you think, wow, this is going to be some messed up sexual shit I'm in. <laughs> but then it turns out that instead grandma is going to whip her with a bull whip one lash for every year. She was with her husband.
0: Oh, so, so that was the point in the movie where i like, what?
1: Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing about the bull whip is that
3: it looked like it was getting, you know, use and they weren't expecting to ever see her again. So, so what were they whipping in the
0: meantime? John. Yeah. <laughs> the head butler, the head butler. He was the, the, just oh, no. the John gets head butler.
2: Yeah. That was clearly <laughs> her metaphoric cock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was like You you spilled my arsenic again <laughs> Yeah Freud wrote a lot about whip envy <laughs> Alright Other hates I got two Okay start with okay. one of them
2: One This movie would have been so much improved If Christy Swanson had done anything Buffy like whatsoever Yeah
0: <laughs> just one point Slay a vampire
2: yeah. Yes, just, get, just do something other than look there, stand there with your lip quivering. God.
1: Waiting for <laughs> your brother to make it all better again.
2: Yeah, and that uh. was the other thing, the brother. He is, I mean, how old was that actor, 34?
0: <laughs> well, and the the, the the dress shirt tucked into the jeans really oh, makes him yeah. look older.
2: Pleated stonewash baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's supposed to be this really heavy incestuous undertone between him and his sister. First of all, there was no chemistry between those two actors. It's horrible. <laughs> No. I mean, and second of all, she's in the bath with like murky ass gray, disgusting water like up to her chin. And he didn't even look. <laughs> he didn't even look. And he doesn't do anything. Like, he is the youngest, most strongest person in the family. He's got two little kids, and they're becoming more and more gray as they add more makeup to the actors. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> She doesn't deserve to get a job and put him through medical school. She deserves (laughs) to become Buffy the Vampire Slayer and kick his ass.
0: This is one of the things that – she was also bad at supporting him because she was so worthless. When they were – when they tried to climb out the window and then the dog scared him so they climbed back up, she was at the top. And instead of pulling the rope in, she just yelled, climb, Christopher, just climb you can Uh, do it i can talk about that scene.
2: yeah okay you can do it carrie go
0: apparently
3: this estate actually has hounds to release um, (laughs) for intruders yeah which is is pretty insane they're just going through all like the rich people stereotypes they can find (laughs) and and secondly um that scene was i think the closest we got to an actual sex scene between them if you uh if you want to play the clip
2: pull it come on pull yeah that's it grab it pull pull Kathy.
3: (laughs) um and that just ah i uh, ruined climbing out of windows for me i'll be honest i'm not gonna (laughs) be able to do that again (laughs) that was incest for blind people yes i have a hate yeah go ahead um well, so basically, the, this is uh, a hit on the twins for not watching enough ninja movies and not learning the lessons um, that they taught. When one kid tries to attack grandma. The other kid just hangs back and waits yeah. until, uh, un- until grandma just flings, you know, the five-year-old away and then bites. And if you just concordate coordinate an attack, uh, two, even five-year-olds, you know, can really take on a, a, an elderly grandmother very easily. <laughs> when you got elderly, numbers, yeah. No matter how devout she is. I mean. <laughs> What's she going to do, read
0: Leviticus at you? I mean, Bible thumping isn't like her finishing move or anything, right? <laughs> I mean, he did jump and bite her shin, which is one of the hardest places on a person to bite. So I thought that was pretty impressive. <laughs> Not a lot of meat. Yeah. <laughs> just go for the cankle. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing you were talking about the, like, in trying to escape, the butler always was like standing at the door guarding it, but he was a super ineffectual door guard because when they finally decided to actually leave, they open the door and he's standing there and then they just walk by him. and He doesn't move at all. <laughs> Honestly, I thought um, that the butler was a really good
3: example of how poorly uh, this family spends their money. I feel like it was sort of like the... um like the Comcast package you don't really use anymore, you know, and you just don't cancel it ever so it sticks
0: around. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't know, think he was actually doing a good job of being a butler and they they, they kept him on Absolutely for- not. They don't need a butler anymore. The guy's in bed all the time. So, I mean, like, what,
3: what do you really need a butler for? It's just like, you know, they, they got an introductory cheap butler package, like the digital starter
0: butler, and um, <laughs> then they just never got around to canceling. It's, it's a good deal. You get the butler and the yard keeper and the dogs all as one package. <laughs> They're at the triple play. Yeah,
1: yeah. But then you find that every month you're always going over on dogs, but the, the deal is so much better with the butler and with the groundskeeper. Yeah, but you're not using the butler at all. Yeah,
0: I just wish they had rollover dogs. Yeah, that's that's really what they need. I think they you should have switched to Sprint. Yeah, truly unlimited dogs from Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, I have another hate. I hate that uh, that they they killed Kawi they killed Kawi first. He was my favorite. And they just killed <laughs> no, him. Oh, really? <laughs> you, liked, you liked fluffy? Yeah, the big the blonde corn. afro. So yeah. cute. Yeah. And he had, he had the RW lisp, which is uh, scientifically proven to be the most adorable lisp in the world. Yeah, on on, on the other hand, a Little Kid was a vampire.
1: All right? Uh, uh, okay. When they are starving for food... Christopher decides the only way I'm going to be able to feed my starving brother is to strap a belt around my vein like a heroin addict and bleed myself a little
0: bit Vampires
2: Vampire movies owe a lot to this movie (laughs) Interview with a vampire should totally have credited this film
0: (laughs) Did they use the same house? You would have noticed
2: I don't think they did, sorry
0: (laughs) Interview with a vampire and his wife slash (laughs) sister I mean, I guess that when that happened, I was like, oh, that's gross. That won't help feed this kid. Yeah, and it's not like he's hungry because he's low on blood. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, you have to admit that Christopher had been holding on to an antique microscope for over a year and thus must have been a doctor by now. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm, I'm going to
3: hate on the grandma for ineffectual punishment. So when Christy Swanson is evil, um, grandma gives
0: her a pixie haircut. Yeah, not makes her look really great. I mean, for the 80s. I liked it. She cried a lot, and I was like, oh, but your hair got cuter. Why are you so angry? Yeah, it has texture now and volume. <laughs> yeah, apparently in the book, the pun, this, that moment, instead of starting to cut her hair and giving her a pixie haircut, Grandma drugs her and pours hot tar in her hair, which does seem much worse. Oh, yeah. yeah that's definitely worse. worse.
1: That definitely seems like the kind of worse where you really want a sensitive brother to, you know, <laughs> massage the tar out of your hair. <laughs>
0: oh, God.
1: I bet hot tar is probably a good treatment
3: for something, though. Like dandruff or, like... Asphalt? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) For
0: for gravel roads. (laughs) Yes. Alright, so actually, let's let's do this. Let's transition to our next game. Uh, For this, uh, we're going to play one of our regular segments. This one's called Yours is Not a Very Good Blank. Today, we're going to be playing Yours is Not a Very Good Family... And then in parentheses, even if we disregard the whole kidnapping murder thing anyway. So there's a lot that's going wrong with this family anyway, even before the part where mom gives up and locks them in the attic. And uh, I think we should talk to them all now. So I'll start out. uh, Yours is not a very good family when dad has actually chosen a favorite.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That should be a warning sign. Ooh, there's this line. It was always clear to me that dad you know, I was dad's favorite. And he, like, yeah. comes back from trips and brings only her gifts and spends a long time about, like, four inches from her face. Ew. And mom's
0: there watching through the doorway going, I'm a little worried. The internet says that she was jealous of the attention the kids were getting in that moment, and that's, like, her hinting at what's going to happen later. But it really did look like, no, this is just very reasonable concern for dad being a little creepy right now. We already know that dad sleeps with, like, younger relatives. Like,
2: I was just <laughs> going to say, you know, if <laughs> If if you're if you have a a a guy who cheats on his wife and divorces her and marries someone else,
0: the classic Dear Abby problem.
2: Once a cheater, always a cheater. So does that apply here? Like once an incestuous douche nozzle, always an incestuous douche nozzle? I mean, is he just going to go after his daughter because he already married his niece? I mean, come on, it's Christy Swanson.
0: Who's future going to have a pixie haircut and look totally good?
2: She got a mullet in uh-huh. this movie. She didn't deserve combat pay for the fact that she had a friggin' mullet in half this movie. It was incredible. <laughs> that was an amazingly puffy mullet. After Grandma, was after, really bad. Oh, my God. After Grandma hacked off her hair, I was like, her brother's not going to bone her. She's got a friggin' mullet. Come on.
0: I liked it. <laughs> Man. Uh, so... Yours is also not a very good family when uh, dad, for his birthday, his 36th birthday, only invites his kids to the party. That was some creepy party they were setting up for. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the family just doesn't have a lot of
1: friends because clearly at the mom's wedding there were only like
0: 20 people there. Um, well, but that was end new end murderous movie. mom, not old incestuous mom. They were sort of different friend circles, I gathered. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, plus, you know, the dad seemed really nice. I mean, the cops came over to, to personally kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where the cops were there, right? That was that was that scene. <laughs> that's yeah, what happened. There wasn't yeah. just a vague death that was explained by nothing. By two highway tra- no, the, the the two highway patrolmen showed up, shot him in the front yard, and then knocked on the door, and they're like, "Hey, listen, <sighs> about your husband, <laughs> we just did something. I want to hear about this."
3: <laughs> hey, this yours is not a, a really uh, financially secure family when you only have one breadwinner and they don't have life insurance. <laughs> right.
2: And they had a big old house too. Like seriously, it he's thirty six.
3: His premiums will be
2: super
0: low. Um, You might not have to sell everything you own then. If you're selling everything you own, it gives you plenty of time for mom to try to find a job doing anything besides murdering her children and sucking up to her dad. Yeah. Man, what a terrible Hail Mary pass that would be. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, coach. There's got to be other options. (laughs) All right. Yours yours is not a very good family if, uh, if if bath time is also family meeting time. (laughs) (laughs) every time the kids want to have a heart-to-heart christy swanson is in the bath and it's weird because like you're locked in the attic you have nothing but time for chatting
2: (laughs) let's have a very intense meeting well and i feel like
1: it has to be there there's some weird there's some weird bylaws to family meeting because clearly family meeting you can have one person in the bath with the two people right but if there's a third person namely grandma you have to take a towel and put it over your chest
0: in the water! Like, she, you couldn't see her anyway. She takes the towel and puts it into the water to cover herself. Yeah. Also, if one person's at the bathroom during a family meeting, they can have up to one other person washing their back temporarily. Yeah, but not paying much attention to what they're <laughs> yeah, doing. Yeah, she just kind of, like, casually hands him a washcloth. Like, well, if you're going to be here, do some work. Yeah. Uh...
2: But don't look or anything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you seem upset that he didn't look That's his job That is what is, he's supposed to not look yeah, It's a naked Christy Swanson He's seen that a million times before
2: But Biologically speaking Breasts are fatty tissue And a lot of other tissue that floats Boobs float <laughs> And I have some So I know this Boobs float in water Christy Swanson had no kind of nautical action going on there There's nothing for him to look at She was either extremely strapped down or way, way, way too young to be playing the age that she was playing in this movie. Well, no,
0: but we saw her in the blouse, and she and she had what looked she like... She filled it floating. out,
2: that's right. Yeah. She should have had some, you know, flotation devices, but she had no floating.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's like the, the Sandra Bullock movie, uh, Boob Floats. <laughs> <laughs> Not practical boob chick. Well, that's how you that's that's how you tell if a if a boob is a witch is you throw it in the in the river and if it floats it's a witch. Right.
2: While you were boobing?
0: <laughs> or or on Halloween when you when you're boobing for apper, apples. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Her brother clearly had a massive big old blindside because he didn't even look. <laughs> he, didn't, he? Did not even look.
1: <laughs> is that what, it, it sounds like you really wanted him to be looking. It's just it's just no.
3: I'm I'm kind of with Sarah. It's like it's weird that you know. All this was hyped up to be super incestuous, and it's basically just an incestuous movie. And then you leave out the incest, which means you left out the movie.
0: Or, alternate theory, they were given the source material, and they were like, well, this is a really creepy story about this mom, like, trying to get rich, even if it means having to kill her children. And why don't we do a movie about that and leave out the oogie parts where the brother and the sister kiss?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me at least, not having read the book, it was more a movie about adults overreacting, right?
0: <laughs> grownups exactly. are crazy. Let's kill them all.
2: Well, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: But the the book was not good, right?
2: No, it was it was compelling in a very unappealing way. Like you you read it and you're like this is really crazy and yet you kept turning the pages to think what crazy was coming next. While you were reading it, you are aware that it's not good, but you still keep reading it because there's something compelling about it because you're waiting you're it.
0: waiting for the the ghost of incest future
2: exactly you know <laughs> to come you know leading a chain of incestuous people along and you know pointing to the incest <laughs> it 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 just it it, it is so compelling it's, it's not like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> these are the genetic defects i forged in life and so must carry them in death
2: <laughs> yeah, look i have eight toes That makes shoes hard to buy.
0: (laughs) I personally, since we were forced to watch this, since I was (laughs) forced to watch this, I am glad he kept not he didn't look in the water. I, on the other hand, looked in the water every time because she's not related to me. Right. I mean, it it just felt like um. You guys ever seen Garfield without Garfield?
3: Yes. Okay. It just felt like that. It's like you you have like all like the the main elements pointing to this one thing, and you remove that one thing. It just—I yeah, find Garfield weird. without
0: Garfield to be more entertaining than Garfield with Garfield. That is a good point. That is fantastic. Everyone should check out Garfield without Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yours is
1: not a very normal family when uh, you have—not only do you have arsenic mixed in with the powdered sugar, but there are no labels to distinguish that from the normal powdered sugar. <laughs> this is that a place where children are never going to be and yet there's no label on that shaker that says hey kids this one has arsenic <laughs> poison <laughs> like yeah. they need to be able to make some sort of like judgment call between this one is for tea this one is for slowly watching your grandchildren die
0: this is such a good point like if you are gonna if the kind of person who keeps uh, flaked arsenic in, in your kitchen mixed into very trace amounts right label that shit yeah yeah <laughs> And yours
3: is not a very smart family when you're trying to poison your kids slowly and then you stop feeding them the poison.
0: What's,
2: what's the point of that?
0: They've been bad, so your punishment is to stop giving them poison. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, ultimately, they stopped giving them poison and just started them giving them a lot of gray makeup.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which was very well labeled.
3: I, I think it, I love the, the names for those gray makeups. Probably would have been really good if it was like like Shade of Death. Death's door. Depression. Jaundiced. <laughs>
0: locked in an
2: attic and given arson. Yeah,
0: locked in an attic. Locked in an attic from Dior. <laughs> I like my town
2: with a little drop of poison. Nobody knows they're lining up to go insane. I'm all. This ad has nothing to do with Audible. Instead, you should watch the new web series, The Wrath of Mariah. Find it at wrathofmariah.com.
3: Meanwhile, on a hot air balloon. You're probably wondering why I summoned you
1: all to this hot air balloon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How do we even have a budget for this? You said I couldn't get a raise because times were tough. Yes, yes, all excellent points.
3: The fact of the matter is, I just saw the delightful web series, The Wrath of Mariah, and we really need to up our game. Jesus, is that a real samurai sword? keen and I, Christopher. I learned from The Wrath of Mariah that
0: things are, become way more awesome if you add in a samurai sword. But that's an epic web series about vengeance and barbecue ribs. It makes sense in that context.
2: You, you can't just add in samurai swords and, and hot air balloons wherever you want, Ezra. That's the advertising equivalent of slapping Fabio on the cover of a romance. Holy shit, is that Fabio chasing us in another hot air balloon?
1: A 4% raise, guys. That's all I asked for. It just keeps up with inflation. Technically, it's Fabio's stunt double, but at this distance,
3: you'll never know the difference. He looks really, really sweaty. He's slick with $400 bottles of cristal drizzled on him by a Scarlett Johansson robot. Why do we put you in charge of accounting? Yeah, seriously. I don't know. A momentary lapse of judgment?
2: Does anyone here even know how to fly a hot air balloon? Nope.
1: Nope. Nope.
2: Fabio's stunt double? Scarlett Johansson bot? Uh,
1: no. No. Also, we're broke now. Well, obviously. Check out Wrath of Mariah for more awesomeness than two hot air balloons, a samurai sword, not Fabio, and Scarlet Bot. Visit Wrathofmariah.com for a preview of the series. <laughs> For
0: your wordplay, verse pray, like a bird so, that brings us to the second half of our compliment sandwich. This is the uh, last nice thing you'll ever have to say about flowers in the attic. Also, if you don't like flowers or attics, you can not compliment them anymore. But that's up to you. Right now, Chris, you are first. Oh, God. I guess my compliment is going to be to the grandma for
1: being uh, steadfast in her views.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A true believer. Yeah, she's a true believer. I mean, the kids all think... Initially, that incest wouldn't be a great idea. And then they find out that their mom and dad were incesting all over the place, and like, well, I guess it's okay, you know. But grandma is like, no. And then later in the movie, she's like, no. And lastly, in the movie, she's like, no. She's very consistent that incest is wrong. She's not a flip flopper on the subject of incest. She is not a flip flopper. You know where she stands, and she is a maverick. She's an anti incest <laughs> maverick. That's what I look I look for in a grandma. Yeah, I mean, who cares? She also kicks kids. That's fine because we know where <laughs> she stands on the issues. <laughs>
0: she she has a pro kid kicking platform. Yeah, it's a plank. <laughs> the straight kid kicking express. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so I want to give you I want to give a compliment to Grandma also because cr- Grandma said uh, when she was talking to the kids and explaining this and how they're devils upon She says, "I will give you food and shelter, but never kindness or love." And I like that because it reminds me of the time I was hiding out in a super Walmart for a few weeks. <laughs> 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 and you got
3: all
1: those things that they promised, right? Yeah, but never kindness or love. Not even a little Is bit. Is part of food
0: and shelter poisoning? Because I think that goes against food and shelter. Uh, I, well, food, but to say the quality of the food. I think unpoisoned food counts as kindness. Uh, so oh, just right. say, that's true. I will give you food, but not kind food, as in unpoisoned food. Your food will be just racked full of poison, but it'll be food. I will give you
3: food, but not the kind of food that won't kill you. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, continuing backwards, Ezra, minor compliment. Um, going to have to give it to Grandma also. Um, Ooh, so she's, this is
0: f- she's running the table. I know, she's cleaning it up.
3: Um, this is under the uh, file under the rational fear category. Um, it's sort of like if someone is attacked by a shark. And then they're worried about shark attacks. If you have relatives that have a lot of incest, you should be worried about incest in your relatives. (laughs) It's just good thinking. Yeah. Like, like, lightning doesn't just have to strike once in
0: this case, you know? Yeah, like, if you live in a lightning tower, (laughs) it might strike again. That is the lesson I learned. (laughs) That's a good lesson. (laughs) Good on you, Grandma. Yeah, nicely done. Well, uh, going for Yahtzee here. Sarah, what's your minor compliment? (laughs)
2: I am sorry. It's not for the grandma or her orange lipstick. But my final compliment was, you know, if you're going to get married while trying to kill your kids, hiding them in the (laughs) attic, and then ending up hung on a trellis after you are running away from a cookie, you should wear good shoes. (laughs) And she has on some really nice boots. And there are some people who would, you know, totally embrace steampunk dressing styles, would look at those boots and go, I want those.
0: Eat the cookie, ma. (laughs) I actually, I think there's also some some negative lessons in there from her, which is that when you're shopping for wedding dresses, loose neck. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or not a veil that's 80 feet long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you might get hung from that until dead.
1: Yeah, and that was some dress. That was a long sleeve, high collar Sort of like long, long veil, and the veil was great because it was terror worthy enough to snag on a plank of wood, but then strong enough to hold the mom's entire weight with enough force to hang her. A great.:
3: and The veil. thing
2: is veils are worn on your head, they're wor- not worn around your neck.
3: My lesson from that whole business is um, if you're going to try to kill your kids and then get married, wait till your kids are actually dead uh, if yep. you're not going invite to them, invite them to the, to the wedding because yeah. I mean, at best, it's an awkward scene. At worst, you're going to get killed.
1: Oh, I, I just got to throw in another compliment here. I am very envious of Christy Swanson. She makes a <laughs> short list of actresses that have backhand slapped Oscar winners. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because the mom won the Oscar for best actress in a leading role in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, or the grandma, sorry. And then the so grandma, grandma slaps Christy Swanson, and Christy Swanson just opened, like, backhands are in the face. Who else is on that list? I don't know. I just got to think the list is kind of short, and that's part of my bucket list. So, I'm pretty I, I, sure I think Miley, should, Cyrus might have,
3: Miley Cyrus might have backhanded Lawrence Olivier at one point, I think. What? Did that happen?
1: <laughs> when were they in the same
3: movie? <laughs> when were they in the same decade? Well, he... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We will be back again next week. We are going to be reading Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card. That episode also sponsored, this time anonymously. So uh, thank you, whoever you are forcing us to read Ender's Game. I know uh, for a fact that Ezra at least likes it and possibly Chris as well. Oh, I very much like this book. Yeah. and I'm—I'm I'm I'm really ass- excited about this one. I'm assuming I'll hate it, but this is one of the things you run the risk when you sponsor an episode. We might like it. I mean, not me, likely, but Ezra and Chris might like it. If I could just plug uh, our
3: um, our read and weep slogan here: No refunds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Trademark, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so if if you like Ender's Game or don't come back next week we'll talk to you about that that'll be it thanks always for joining me chris and ez of course yeah and also sarah thank you so much for joining us again we really appreciate it
2: oh thank you for having me
0: how's how is the most recent book doing are you super famous now
2: i'm not super famous but i did find out that the first book is on the syllabus at harvard and yale and princeton what? Oh. I, couldn't get, I know I couldn't get in any of those places but I went to an academic conference in November and there's all these scholars from Harvard, Yale Princeton, DePaul, University of Arkansas and they're all citing my book and I'm like holy shit
0: that's beyond heaving bosoms
2: oh, that would be beyond heaving bosoms the bosoms are at Harvard, how awesome Yale. are
0: you that's great
2: I was very wow. excited and somewhat stunned. So that wow. that that will keep me going for a number of months.
0: Super. Well, congratulations. Well, yeah, so uh, I I don't know. If, remember if we asked you this last time, but we've asked this to some other authors we talked to. Where is the place that if somebody wanted to get your book and wanted to make sure the biggest percentage of that purchase went to you, as opposed to different parts of the ridiculous publishing industry? Is there a place that is better than other places?
2: There is not. Anywhere you get it is good for me. I don't care if you borrow it from the library or illegally torrented. I really don't give a flying crap. If you read the book, I am more than compensated.
0: Excellent. Well, that I mean that is the coolest attitude that I've ever heard.
2: Well, I more I care more that I have readers than I have a profit. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, if you if, if you spend time reading my book, there's a there's a guy named Kevin Smokler who who's founded a site called BookTorrent, and, and that doesn't exist anymore, but he was once at a conference and saying that if you are an author and you are asking someone to read your book, that's not like you know, a date. That's like dinner and a movie and making out afterward and possibly, you know, for the rest of the night. Reading a book is a lot of hours of investment. So if someone has read my book, they have spent many hours reading what I wrote, I am more than compensated by just having had those hours of someone's attention. That is huge to me. So if you steal it, I don't care. If you read it, I think you're awesome.
0: That is the that is the coolest thing that I've ever heard anyone say about this. That I I totally agree. Uh, But for our readers, uh, if you can, buy the book for her.
2: Hey, if you buy it, that's awesome. And you can buy it at most places online. It may be a little hard to find in stores because it's a gift book. However, I will tell you, it is exceedingly (laughs) exceedingly touchable because the publisher went and got like awesome paper for the cover and you pick it up and you're like, oh, oh, this is cool. It feels (laughs) good. And I'm a digital reader and I picked up the book and was like, oh, this is awesome.
0: Nice. Nice. Yes. Well, really, we really appreciate you taking time out to talk to us. Uh, it's not like it's not like a full date and making out, but considering everything that you have to go through to be on our show, tech problems and whatnot, uh, I feel like we've made out.
2: Well, yeah. I'm I'm wearing orange lipstick, so now
0: everyone knows <laughs> oh. that we've
2: all made out, and now yeah. we all are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>